There's one thing that's missing from this party. What is it? I'm huh? here. Speak on it. Another puppy? Mm -mm. No. You saying yes to being my wife. Oh! <laughs> Channel. <laughs> I didn't know that was my thing. Yeah, it's okay. been your thing. It's been your thing. I like it. Yeah. Hello, guys, and um, welcome back to 411 on the Copelands. It's been a while. It's been a while, and most of that is my fault. But we're back. Yes, we are back. We wanted to pick up where we left off for this one. We covered all the way up to right before the proposal, mm -hmm. and we haven't we haven't got to to the proposal yet. So where we are now. So. Um, this time around, I'm going to let you start it off, but you get two minutes. <laughs> Is he saying gonna, that I talk too much? I'm gonna, no, I'm not saying that you talk too much. I'm saying <laughs> that you, you don't leave any meat for me. <laughs> okay. So I'll just put in like, what was my part? Okay. Mm -hmm. My part mm -hmm. was he was turning 30, the mm -hmm. big three zero. Uh -huh. And he was moping around because he couldn't go to Africa because that's where he imagined him self-celebrating his 30th birthday mm -hmm. so his birthday is december 10th mm -hmm. and i started planning his surprise party in september that's right yes so the planning took a lot because he's very nosy mm -hmm. <laughs> so it was all good everyone had a great time but that's was the setting for the proposal mm -hmm. because that's where he ended up you know proposing to me mm-hmm um, what did I do? I had his favorite Chipotle, Chipotle, Correct. was there. Um, it was really difficult just because he just does not let you do what you're supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to take my car the night before because his uh -huh. car was messed up and I had to make up some kind of lie to where he couldn't take my car. But I was calling your friend that he was going to hang out with. I was like, hey, he's trying to take my car. Like, tell him for whatever reason you'll get him Uber or something because I, I need my car tomorrow. So, like came to hiccups like that and then the next day you know he has us living in a smart home and so cameras are everywhere because so i had you know i felt like it was you know really sneaky how i asked how the camera system worked but mm -hmm. i didn't realize that even though i would stop it from recording it didn't mean that he still couldn't see mm -hmm. so i then had to go all over the house and put black construction paper on all the cameras yeah that was that was kind of weird. Okay. So while he's out hanging with his homies, he's supposed to be drunk, having a good time. Uh-huh. He'll be checking the cameras. And now his friends are texting me. So he tripping about the cameras, but we're going to try to ease it over. Like, he think you cheating or something. So we trying to be like, maybe he trying to make a surprise or something for you. You know, like, no. be all let, sexy. No, no, let me tell you what they said. They was like, hey, man, you know, something, something could be going on. They, you know how we play with each other. <laughs> mm -hmm. So they made it worse. <laughs> <Don't>. <laughs> yeah they made it they made it way worse they made it way worse for you all right i just know i just kept getting the messages like what's going on with the cameras like, i don't know babe i'm not home i'm not home so we had that um they did a really good job of getting him drunk because he was too drunk to get here on time <laughs> 
Yeah, I wasn't really feeling it. <laughs> I just remember his friend called me like, hey, I'm trying to get him out of here, but he's insisting on taking a shower. Like, he has to take a shower. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and then he was just in the room. He was in the, I know what he was in there doing, <laughs> but still. <laughs> taking a shit. Yeah. Yeah, you probably had the shower running. That's what they thought you were doing, probably, is taking a shower forever, but you were probably just sitting there taking a shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, can now, edit all that out. No, no, everybody, this is real. Oh gosh, you this can edit real. it out. Look, but yeah, we, so that's why we got a podcast so we can say shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was taking a shit. I had that. I had the after the 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 day after shits. Anyway, so that's what you know set up the scene. Okay. Um, did it good? Didn't talk too much. Yes, you did excellent, baby. High five. High five. I ended up turning that whole situation, my surprise birthday party, into a proposal. And the way that I did that was I decided that I was going to propose to her in like late uh, no late November. It was like right right around Thanksgiving. And I ordered the ring and I was sitting up. I remember sitting up and ordering it. And it said that it would get here on December 9th, like the day before my actual birthday. It was supposed to get here December 9th. That's what it kept saying, kept saying. And it shipped and it got here December 4th, the day before my surprise birthday party. These are my feet. The night before, when I actually went out with my friends, I showed them the ring because they didn't even know that. No, really, nobody knew that that was going to happen except for me. I wasn't sure because at that time I wasn't sure when to propose, but I knew it was going to be soon, but I wanted it to be in front of your family so when i ended up going out with them i showed them the ring and they knew it was a surprise they started acting weird because they knew it was a surprise birthday party but i didn't <laughs> so they're like damn you know making all kind of like sly jokes and stuff. Mm. like oh man you know they're like you're sure you're sure you're sure <laughs> I'm, like, yeah. I'm like yeah i bought this ring past the return period <laughs> <laughs> When we got there, I remember you were complaining because I was taking forever to get in the house and everybody wanted to eat and they were waiting on me. I walked through the door. Everybody yelled surprise. I'm like, oh, shit. And the thing is, is like I saw everybody and with all the faces that I saw, mm -hmm. that ended up being a, a lot of the people that I wanted to be there. Mm -hmm. So my oh, shit, when like I saw everybody, I was like. Not only, oh, shit, it's a surprise birthday party for me, yay, but, oh, shit, I'm going to probably have to propose today because it's COVID, and I don't know when I'm going to get this opportunity again. Still COVID. I ended up going back to the room, and you know my cousin who who wanted to get me drunk. Yeah. Um, I, had he a was, shot with him, he huh? had, Yeah, he had shot after shot probably after shot. Probably had two like, shots. Come on, your yeah, turn. Yeah, so he was, like, uh, he was like, yeah, I'm going to get you drunk. I'm going to get you drunk today. So I had to pull him into the room and show him the ring. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you, you know how family gets You're like, oh, <laughs> so that's how I kind of avoided getting too drunk that night. Uh, and uh, I remember playing. What was it? No, I remember like just standing over at Chipotle and everybody's like, you going to eat? I actually like kind of lost my appetite because I was so nervous. Were you? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I was nervous. You know, I, they, you think you have everything that you want to say, everything that when, when you propose to somebody, but when that actually happens, you get kind of choked up. <laughs> you really do. Like, it's like, you know, this is the person that you're asking to marry you. Like, mm -hmm. that's like one of the biggest steps you can take. So, like, I'm just like nervous. Like, my heart was racing. I remember 
I remember like getting lightheaded. Like I was. Yeah. I remember was, your heart beating because I thought you were about to pass out. Yeah, I was nervous. Mm-hmm. Then y'all, so it came time for y'all to sing "Happy Birthday" to me. Uh huh. You would not stand still. You kept trying to like get out of. I'm always busy. Yeah. No. You. You. <laughs> no. I. We all brought you up front. Uh huh. And I knew that like. There were like four people in there that had a feeling I was about to propose to you. <laughs> we know one of them when yeah, you see the yeah, video. Yeah, when you see the video, you'll the see. The commentator. <laughs> uh, but um, I think your brother, like when I was talking to you, uh-huh. he was like, preach, preach. Mm. I remember him saying that. Um, so remember, let me let me see if I remember the speech. I so, wonder if the men knew, like the men that were married or engaged, like if they just had the feeling when you started talking, like. That you setting it up. Oh, yeah. I, I, could, I, I could literally had no idea. I could feel the energy. I was like, uh, I was like, why is he giving this long winded speech? When when it came down to it, like I was I was really shocked at how quickly you said yes. You thought I was gonna say no? I no, I thought that you would like ride it out for a little bit and be like, mm, do something <laughs> do something like that. Cause that's what my mom did when is my sister proposed to her. She was like, mmm. Well, that was also her second one. And no, and let me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she was, she was over all the shock. <laughs> no, but let me tell you, it was, uh, so it, we, we had all gone out to the lake. It was cold uh-huh. that day. It was snowing outside. He oh. got on his knee in the snow outside of the car door. That's and it was like, sweet. I know his knees were cold. You were there? Yeah, I, I was there. That. I was in the back seat. That's really cool. Yeah, I was in the back seat. He gave me and my brother gifts. Um, and it was these little cars. That sim- and it, it was like, it was symbolizing. It was a symbolization symbolic for something i was looking for the right word symbolic for something <laughs> symbolization you sounded like word? me it was it was a symbolization because i'd be like wait is, is that a word, word? <laughs> it, was, it was symbolic for something uh-huh. but uh he ended up um you know proposing to her in the snow and she like left him hanging there for i remember her you know the little cliffhanger for a minute and i know his knees was cold <laughs> you want to be like girl you, you better say yes or no <laughs> Uh, but, that's really cute so I thought I had a, I had it in my mind that you were going to do the same thing and you're just like yes 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 doing the ugly girl cry oh my god yeah. I was so upset when I was doing that oh it was so funny I was so upset because I'm not going to lie I made fun of every woman who did that when you saw him in the pictures like uh-huh. and now I know you know because you're making the ugly cry and you don't want nobody mm-hmm. seeing you because everybody's snapping pictures mm-hmm mm-hmm so at the wedding, if I cry, I'm just gonna pull my veil back over my face. <laughs> I'm like, one second, help me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, that was how the proposal went. Anything that you wanted to add? Not really. Um, I just thought it was really nice how I felt like leading up to the proposal, he had very bad choices on who he confided in the information to. Mm-hmm. when he was planning to propose me in the past. So I was really happy that like one of the people you talked to was my sister mm-hmm. because she knows me enough to steer you in the right direction. But also like she definitely was probably asking me stuff, but it was mm-hmm. so slick with it. Like everyone else that he would ask or everyone else that he like confided in, like, oh, I'm thinking about it. Like they told on him. Oh, really? Well, remember my mom. Yeah, I remember. And that. then the other friend that you talked to hit me up the next day. with like, hey, so he's planning to do this. Send me your ring stuff so i know what rings to get you and i'm like and we love these people however like those weren't like the people i feel like you should have talked to you know mm-hmm. when trying to propose to me it was mm-hmm. like you just picked whoever was nearest mm-hmm. and i think that's why it didn't work out those times but this time it was perfect i yeah, felt no, like it was the perfect proposal that was part of the reason why i waited so long because i was like uh, she's probably expecting it right now so i'm gonna wait 
And nah, I was about to. Die. You had until like Valentine's Day. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, he had until Valentine's Day, and I was like, and let me let me clear this up. I was not that kind of chick that I was like, yeah, I need to be married right now, right now. Mm-hmm. However, this man took me engagement ring shopping, telling me he wanted to marry me oh, in October 2018. And he did not propose until 2020. So, we, yes, I was definitely like. We just so happened to pass by K. Drew. No. I was like, yo. I was, I was seeing. Look. I was seeing. Never mind. You know what? You're right. You're right. He Googled I the sure place. Was. And we went straight there from uh-huh. our talk that we had. It was our uh-huh. first serious talk. Because what he would do. And he definitely was the person who knew before I did about our future. Like, this is his future that he doesn't planned (laughs) Mm -hmm. because he would always propose to me when he was drunk what what you would always be like you want to get married yeah i love you i want to i want to be with you forever i'm like yeah whatever and so the day that we went ring shopping was the day before we were both intoxicated you had said let's go to city hall and get married and i said i'm not doing this anymore and you were like what i was like I'm not bullying this bullshit no more. We're not about to have these com- this what if conversations while you're drunk. Talk to me when you're serious about it, and then we'll have a real talk. Mm-hmm. What did you do the next day? You woke me up out of my sleep, threw my clothes on me, and said, We go and have a serious talk. And mm-hmm. we talked about marriage. We talked about kids. We talked about finances. We talked about working. Mm-hmm. You knew you wanted to be with me really early. Are you right? Okay. Good point. And he looked up because it was it was a Hillsburg, Helsenburg, Helsenburg, Helsenburg Diamond. Something like that because you were like, this is the place that I would always want to get a, my wife a ring. Something about like uh-huh. the quality or something. And there's not many or something like that. But you mm-hmm. Googled it because we went there first before we went to go look for your tie. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to play in front of these people. Okay. I'm, to, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to front for the camera. Okay. But yeah. I'll, so. stop, I'll stop you when you lie. <laughs> so, yeah, because I know I was nervous. I was nervous how sure he was so early. Mm-hmm. You almost proposed to me. And you know what? I take that back. I've told you this story, and I've said this story in front of you before, but you've never confirmed or denied this story. Okay. So I'm going to set it up, and I'm going to see if you remember it. Okay. We were at my apartment. Mm-hmm. We were, like, playing around. Because remember my, how my bit tall my bed was? Mm-hmm. So when we, like, play around, you, like, throw me on the bed because it's, like, super tall. Uh-huh. And I had to go. I was trying to get to my mama's house because I visited her every couple of what, days or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he just kept looking at me weird. And I was like, why are you looking at me like that? And you look, uh, nothing. And you would like change the subject. And then I would try to leave. And you'd be like, well, wait, well, 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 not yet. And I'm like, well, what? And then like, he said, what if I was, and you like froze and then looked at me weird. Like, well, what if I was trying to, and I was like, what if you was trying to what? <laughs> and then you looked at me and I was like. I gotta go. And I like ran out the house. Do you remember that? I do. So is that a confirm or a deny that you were like probably maybe you're in puppy love, maybe you're just high on the loving, but like were you about to propose to me then? Um, in that instance, uh-huh. I did not have a ring with me, so no. Well I know you didn't have a ring, but like just high on life was you about to be like that or no? It was a no then. No, no, no. Okay. I, don't, I don't think I don't believe it. I was about to propose to you. Then I had I had contemplated it, but I think the instance that you're talking about, I wasn't. Okay, because I know I've brought that up to you a couple of times. I've never like you just like let me talk and you never say it, so I've never heard like the yes or no. Because I just know I left there and went to my mama's house and said, "I think he was about to propose to me," <laughs> and she was like, "What?" And she's like, "I said I don't know what to do." She's like, "Well, what would you say?" I was like, "It's too soon." <laughs> And that's when I had to have that. That was my first real serious talk with her about like relationships because mm-hmm. 
she was basically like saying how like even then she knew you were going to make me the happiest I've ever been. Mm-hmm. And how. Mm-hmm. I'm listening. I just wanted to try it. Jesus. Go ahead. Okay, you know what go. it tastes like. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I hate go. when you taste my food. You have it on camera now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole reaction is right there. Good. And right there. And Good. Right there. Good. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, and I know that was like the conversation she had with me, and it was just like, you know, Basically, you have a man that's doing everything you've been begging every half-ass guy to do. Uh-huh. And everything with you was so easy. She could tell I was just so happy. And, like, basically how, like, don't let society and these made-up timelines define how you're going to move in your life. Because mm-hmm. she was just telling me how my godmother and her husband, how they got together. Or my other, like, auntie and how they got together. How her and daddy got together. Just, like, stuff wasn't, like, first comes up. You know, like, things mm-hmm. like that. It was it was how they wanted it. Which, I mean, I feel like that's how I've been going with our life since then. Because, I mean, like, we moved in together by buying a house. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't get an apartment together, guys. We literally lived separately and then bought a house. Yep. <laughs> that is correct. So... Anyway, that was off topic, but that's what I was thinking about because that was like my first conversation with my mom. And it was kind of it was weird because it was mirroring her life. Mm -hmm. Like she didn't find my daddy until around the time that I found you. It's the same thing. My mom, uh, my my mother had me when she was 29. Mm -hmm. She had me right before her 30th birthday. Mm -hmm. So um, I believe that she married my dad a year what was it 80 it was, it was like right before i was born mm-hmm. so uh yeah i'm kind of mirroring my parents life too that's crazy yeah that is crazy the only difference is we're the same age that's the proposal uh, so that, now, is, that is the proposal we can move on now to the rest Cha- of our outline chapter two so what do you think made you ready to propose to me since you know whatever time long we've been dating what made like that moment or when you decide to buy the ring like the moment that you're like i am ready to be a husband honestly you say you're ready for to be a husband you not (laughs) (laughs) in hindsight however beforehand uh what made me ready to be a husband the most i always wanted to be somebody's everything i just never really cared enough about somebody to be that Mm -hmm. so when you came along When you came along, this is it was by far the easiest relationship I think I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew that I was ready to, well, not ready to be married to you, but I started having visions of me being married to you, like, like beyond like just talking about it when I live with you for that summer in your apartment. And I was like, we work well in the same space together. Like, we can we can co we sorry I'm not talking in the mic. We can. <laughs> We can coexist. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? We can coexist peacefully and if we and if we have problems we can work we can work through it. Cause you know, all the stuff that was going on, you know, with your mom and all that, um, that was another layer on top of the cake. I was like, the way that I was there for you without hesitation mm-hmm. made me say, Oh yeah, I'm ready for this. Oh, okay. You know, um it was just a series of events that I was like, Yeah. Um, um, that makes me ready for this. That makes me ready for this because everything that like I did when I was needed the most in those situations, it was like, it wasn't a thought, Mm -hmm. you know, it was like, Oh, I'm doing this because I love her and because I want, I love you too. (laughs) So 
that's how I, that's what made me know mm-hmm. was those, was those critical moments when I had the emotion, like I'm doing this for her, not because I feel like I have to prove something, but because, because this is, because I feel like it's my duty as a man, and as a provider. So I was like, kind of like uh, dressing for the role that I was about to step into rather than just playing the role that I have. So those those moments made me say, well, OK, I'm ready for this. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's other stuff, too, but I want to hear your your side of it. What made you say you're ready to be a wife? One of the biggest things I would say is that even when you got on my nerves, I didn't want to walk away. It's mm-hmm. a daddyism. He has this thing where like the marriages he's been through, <laughs> he mm-hmm. said the difference between my mom and his marriage and his other wives marriages was that even when mom makes him mad, he doesn't want to walk out and leave. He mm-hmm. wants to fix it. Okay. So, you know, you were, again, you're one of my first boyfriends out of college. And I graduated in 2013. Mm-hmm. So everyone else was like situationships and stuff. And if they really got on my nerves, I was like, why am I doing this? <laughs> he is not my man. <laughs> Bye-bye. Like, that's like what it was. But this is my man. And it was like, is whatever going on worth leaving before trying to get down to the nitty gritty. Even then, other than like my siblings, and I would say like friends over the years that I've considered really close, I've never known someone as well as I've known you. I know you so well sometimes that you say it scares you, just like you know me so well sometimes it scares me. So, so I've never had someone as other than my family who tried to understand me. And that's always something that I've been looking for is to feel understood, mm-hmm. to feel heard, to f- heard? heard, to feel heard. To feel heard. <laughs> That's okay. <sighs> to feel understood, to feel heard, and to, you know, just have someone that's really like not thinking about you in a clingy way, just thinking about you as in like, okay, I'm on my way home. Let me call her and see if she wants something to eat. Or, mm-hmm. oh, she's been at work all day today. Like, let me make sure that when she gets home, she don't really have to do much. You know, mm-hmm. and that's the kind of stuff you we were doing. And it was just like, oh my gosh, like, it's really annoying where you have a career where you're always in airplane mode. <laughs> and you're talking to that person more than they're talking to you like that's so annoying and i never had that problem Mm -hmm. with you you were always you know you were checking on me like you would check on me when i would land and i always thought that was so weird when i would date guys like you know knock on wood something could happen on a plane and i would not hear from them till the next day and i'm like i could have crashed (laughs) could have gotten yo something could have happened to me and they did not even check on me (laughs) (laughs) like like what so yeah so anyway you you were doing all that beforehand and that was stuff that made me fall in love with you but of course you know all jokes aside to be your wife that was what it was it was like i finally had this person who was giving me everything that i've ever dreamt of when it comes to that stuff Mm -hmm. and then you were also making me think bigger dream bigger you know stroke my ego but you know your girl's kind of awesome already you Uh, know yeah and i agree with that like 100%. you say, but like you say, like a lot of things I just do on autopilot. Uh-huh. So like when it comes to like setting goals and things like that, I think I'm horrible at that because I personally don't think I set goals, but you've told me I set goals. Mm-hmm. I just, I guess I don't do it in an orthodox way. Mm-hmm. Everything for me is on autopilot. But like with him, it's like you make me think. And like how I've even told you, like you're a person who like, I might've had my list, but God has blessed me with someone who is more than my list. Things I never thought I wanted or needed in a husband. God was like, let me sprinkle that on there for you too, because you're going <laughs> to like that. You're going to love that girl. Ooh, ooh, more of this, more of this. Like, 
So, yeah, I know that I wanted to be your wife because of, you know, you know, just the way you made me feel, whether I was mad or angry. It made you feel good. Yes, you made me feel good even when you make me feel bad. How can I make you feel good all the time? I mean, you made me write a list. (laughs) Never mind. Forget I asked. Forget I asked. Yeah, well, we'll uh... But, you know, that's I feel like that that was what, you know, made me know that I wanted to be your wife and I was ready to step into that role. Let's share with the people. What do we do to prepare for this everlasting marriage that we're going to have? Number one is we got a wedding planner and I fully <laughs> advise that to anybody. Who's Full service wedding planner. Full service. She is here from the planning stages to the leading up to to the wedding and she gonna help close it out shout out to just for you wedding coordinating just okay. for you wedding coordinating yes what's her slogan i don't know if she has one just for you wedding coordinating exactly what you need Ta-da. <laughs> Ta-da. yeah because she is freaking awesome yeah she's the best ever so yeah wedding's not here yet uh the wedding is the namesake for our podcast mm-hmm 411 um, on the Copelands. We also did premarital counseling. I also advise that to uh, anyone getting married. <laughs> because anyone getting married. Anyone getting married, yes. Because it helped us understand a lot more about each other. And a good uh, premarital counselor is going to ask questions that you haven't even thought to ask. It definitely helped me understand a lot about you from a different, not necessarily just helped me understand it, but helped me look at it from a different angle. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of stuff she said was common sense. Yeah, it's a lot. But a when lot you're of, angry, you don't look at it like that. Yeah, that 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 whole you know third third party thing, you mm-hmm. know, being able to look at it from the outside because you know if you can if you draw a diagram of it. Like we're we're right here, okay. We're going at each other, and the third party is like over here looking at all of this and breaking it down in a way that you wouldn't even think. This is oh wait, this is what your daddy did. He's breaking it down. He takes some quarters on the table. He's like they breaking it down over here, (laughs) (laughs) and they they just they they put a different perspective and a different uh, and a different. I don't want to say spin because it makes it seem like they're lying, but um, they put it. They they bring things into into perspective and look at it like for instance that whole infinity loop thing mm-hmm. we would have never thought to do that no and it, it's true what i liked about it though was that so this was actually one of my prerequisites that we had to do in order to marry me he had to ask my dad for my hand in marriage and we mm-hmm. had to do premarital counseling okay. and i think he you know he's really happy that we did it mm-hmm. um but what was important for me when we did premarital counseling i was confused at first i didn't know what i was supposed to be looking for luckily i had a homegirl who was seeing a therapist already and she said oh she does that i'm like cool like give me her number because like a lot of people do premarital counseling and it's like based on like the foundation of your marriage and i just wanted to be realistic because i watch a lot of tv (laughs) don't i I watch a lot of tv and like Uh, an absurd amount of tv on tv shows at least that is how i learned life (laughs) On TV shows, at least, you know, the things that couples talk about, they're mad about the marriage, they're mad about the sex, they're mad about um, work schedules, things like that. And I was just like, okay, well, who's going to help us do that? Like, I wanted someone who was going to help us, like, go through all of that. And so um, our person is certified in so many things, including sex therapy, Mm -hmm. um, trauma, Mm -hmm. uh what else? Just everything. And what I loved, I mean, I was, bra- I still brag about this woman. The reason I love her is that, like, during 
COVID, like many people, I was going through some stuff. And so I started trying to see a therapist and I hated it. I hated it completely. I felt like it was a complete waste of time mm-hmm. <laughs> because you're just taking my money and we haven't talked about anything. And you're cutting my session early by 15 minutes. <laughs> like this one, like she just wanted to talk about my dog. I don't give a fuck about my dog. I am trying to get over anxiety. <laughs> so I took four sessions with one therapist and I got nowhere. And here I was on my second thing with her. Mm-hmm. And she then opened me up to like, oh, my gosh, is that why I've been feeling the way I've been feeling all my life? <laughs> and I got this from you in just like two sessions. And I mean, I'm not gonna say she's gonna do that for everybody. OK, but I remember calling my sister and saying, why don't you just find a hobo on the street and go do premarital counseling <laughs> so that you can get all the good stuff? Because I feel like a regular therapist has to ask you questions to get, you know, get, get, get. You'd be there for years. But premarital is like finite Mm -hmm. sessions like you got like nine to ten sessions Mm -hmm. so it's like quicker with it but yeah i i loved it i learned so much i mean Mm -hmm. and don't go to the premarital counseling think you ain't gonna get nothing something gonna shake y'all yeah it is yeah (laughs) they go what is it what's that saying you shake a tree something gonna fall off Yep. (laughs) but yeah we did premarital counseling and i enjoyed it um something about us we're gonna keep her aren't we Mm -hmm. we said we're gonna go see her what every like six to eight months Mm mm-hmm yeah, check in. As well as, you know, I do individual sessions. So I think what else did we do to prepare? We saved. So Save. we ain't going to be completely broke. <laughs> <laughs> we going to be broke, but just not broke, broke. So then, you know, getting pretty close to the end. It's the wedding on April 11, 2022. Get your tickets. <laughs> yeah. By the way, the RSVPs have gone out. And like, yeah. uh, there's a lot of y'all that have an RSVP. So uh, we need that ASAP. So Yes, the email should... Say yeah, Natasha. So, yeah, we asked you, I, I, all of y'all, real quick, I asked you for your email for a reason. <laughs> okay, check your email. This is 2021. Everybody should check the email. I know you got the RSVP. Don't play. If you missed the wedding because you didn't RSVP, that's my a, fault. That is on you. Nope. Okay. However, we will be streaming it, but you also need the email for that. So, yeah, like, thanks for our wedding. So, our wedding is April 11th, 2022, mm-hmm. which is 411. Mm-hmm. Um, I will officially be a Copeland. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what are some things that we're going to do for the wedding that you feel like you're really excited about or you feel like it's different? Because we did go to five weddings this year. So, yeah, I feel like. We should know exactly what we want <laughs> by now. One thing that I am excited, I'm just excited for everybody that's going to be there. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're just going to have a good time. And, you know, I didn't realize how this this sounds kind of selfish, but I didn't realize how much I liked people celebrating me. (laughs) I don't think it's selfish. It it sounds kind of selfish when you say it. No, because I get it. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's like uh, with our housewoman party. Like mm-hmm. It was like it was a bunch of people getting together, having a good time, not acting stupid, just celebrating us and, you know, whatever our accomplishment is. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody congratulating, coming up to you. It's a good feeling. Yeah. And, you know, I've I've wanted to be like, yeah, we should throw we should throw like another housewoman party. <laughs> Cause that house one party was dope. It was like, you know, our, we. I mean, we had a good sized house, but it's like it was. I like mean, a, for those of you that was here, it was you like know, a, leave a comment. Yeah, leave, leave a comment a, about yeah, our bomb ass house party that yeah. we had for our housewarming. I feel like we had the bombest house party I've been to. The bombest house, the bombest <laughs> housewarming party I've been to was my own. <laughs> yeah, we did it up. That was, that was, that I was really cool. enjoyed it. Um, at, at one point, there was about a hundred and some people here. 
Yeah. Yeah. We shut the block down. Anyways. Yeah. We shut. I'm, 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 I'm going to go ahead and brag for a second. We shut the block down. <laughs> we shut the block down. Killed him. We killed him. That anyway. face. <laughs> I'm excited to see you happy in that moment. Oh, are you? Hell yeah. Like you know why? my mother pay for the shit? I'll Hell like, yeah. But why specifically are you excited to see me happy in that moment? Because seeing you happy makes me happy. Yeah, but like, that's sweet. But yeah, like you were saying that you're excited to be celebrated, which mm-hmm. they are going to celebrate you because we are, is you, you is mm-hmm. me. But it's like, you know, why, why did you say at the end, like, and you're excited to see me happy in that moment? Like, is there a reason for that other than it just makes you happy? Um... Uh, it was the reason why I said it is because the feeling I got when you were really happy at your birthday party. Aww. When you were dan- like you were dancing on our two spice girls. <laughs> you were you were you were on the counter drunk dancing the spice girls. We should put some videos. Yeah, we should we should we should throw that video up. You were on the Are counter. Are my poops even? Yeah. Are my poops even? Oh yeah. No, we're gonna. I'm definitely gonna <laughs> edit that in. Oh, you, you, we got you so drunk. <laughs> oh, and my God. No, you were really happy. Like, when we were uh, playing those games in the living room, uh-huh. you were just like, you were really happy to do it. It just made me happy to see you <laughs> happy. I was like, yeah, this is, this is what's up. I'm really excited. Just um, relationships are really important to me. So I'm really excited to have my girls next to me up there. Mm-hmm. The, you know, the girls that I have that are my bridesmaids are my girls. I refuse to put anyone up there that wasn't like, you know. Mm-hmm. gave me that feeling you know that i had a good village they got me through some stuff even you know leading up to it but i'm really excited about that i'm excited to have my mom and my dad because mm-hmm. um i mean i'm just be honest i didn't think i was gonna get married while my daddy was still here <laughs> the way the sea was looking with these fishes <laughs> i was like oh i'm gonna have to have him as a cyborg Oh, gosh. <laughs> so I'm really excited to have him to be able to walk me down the aisle. I've never no been way. to this. Like, I feel like this is like where I usually am. And I'm like here. Okay. And then the frame. See, that's how far I am. <laughs> but that's something oh. I'm excited about. Um, I think it's so things, some things that are, we're doing that's pretty cool for our wedding. Is I like that we're having a dress code. So everyone's wearing black. Yes. To signify black excellence. Yes. What black else are we black doing? Blackity, blackity, black. Oh, well, I must say, if it wasn't for copyright infringement, we could put the black, black, black. I'm yeah. so black. You were going to have to edit that out. <laughs> All you got to do is bleep, 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 bleep. The bleep, Recording bleep, Industry bleep, Association bleep. of America does not endorse this segment. <laughs> <laughs> what else are we excited about? I am a little nervous to get rid of my name. Why? I've never been, like, growing up, I've never, like, thought twice about it. But now that I'm about to get rid of it, I'm like... But it's mine. <laughs> it's mine. You can't have it. Like, where does it go? Nowhere. It just disappears. It disappears. It's not even somewhere where I can go back and get it and play with it on the shelf. It's just gone. Yep. You can when you when you go to change your name, you can actually like instead of hyphenating instead of hyphenating it, you can like incorporate it into your middle name. Is this the perfect place to plug my business? It absolutely, it's our shit. Yeah, so something else I'm excited about the wedding is I started a business. She did. So I'll be doing the flowers. What's it called? It's called The Real Fake Floors. And who thought of it? My man, Michael Copeland did. Yeah, Real Fake Floors. It's trademark, motherfucker. So you think about stealing our shit. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's called the real fake florist and you know i hope it's in the name it's fake florals um yeah. something i feel like the market is missing yes it's fake florals because mm. like who who wants to kill all those flowers for three hours that's like yeah mean the thing that i feel about it is that fake flowers have gotten so good now mm-hmm. that give you, me those. you damn near can't tell a difference like, give me those yeah you have to give me those oh those oh excuse me Yep, these right here. Like, you you would have no idea. Yeah. No idea that yep. they were fake. Can't tell the difference. Yeah. Therefore, there is a cost savings that is applicable to get fake flowers. I think so. And, I mean, they're just as beautiful. And, um, like, not even like, well, I'm not even going to say that. Yeah, plug me. Okay, plug me. I will be coming to a wedding near you after my wedding. Right. <laughs> However, like, I just feel... That when I would talk to florists about it, mm-hmm. they would be so give me such an attitude and like tell you lies. Yeah. And it's like and that's just been always been my thing about customer service. My thing about customer service has always been don't lie to me. If you don't have it, if you don't do it, if you don't know the answer, tell me that. I'm just a I'm very thorough. <laughs> and I'm just like, this bitch didn't lie to me. <laughs> nope. Yink. I'm not I'm not calling that person again. Mm-hmm. So, yes, the real fake florist is coming to a wedding near you. If you had to pick one competitive advantage that you have compared to your the people that you'll be competing with, what would that be? What is, your, what is your sustained competitive advantage? That made me think. I feel like with me, because of the perfectionist I am, and you've seen me making these rings. Yeah. How much time and effort I put into every single item that I put out with my name on it. I just feel like you're going to get what you deserve to have. But it's something that I've found that I'm good at. And it's just something that it gives me peace when I do it. But I think that's definitely my competitive edge is that like you're going to get what you wanted, but you're also going to get it at a good price. These wedding people, they'd be trying to rob you. Yeah. It's highway. It's highway robbery. <laughs> I gotta look in the camera when I say it. It's highway <laughs> robbery. Even I mean, even from a uh, a photographer's perspective, like you know, I know. For instance, I, I I am a photographer. I don't even I don't even I don't advertise it that much. But I mean, all of this is you. Your photography <laughs> and videography. Yes, yeah, yeah, this uh, is all do, his. No, setup. I haven't done weddings, but I feel, I feel like if I did, I could underprice a lot of people photographers probably make like an extra 20 to 30 percent profit on a wedding because it's a it's a bigger project and you know that's what takes a lot of time yeah it takes a lot of time to do it the thing is is like you you when you do a wedding you shoot for a single day most of the time some people do like you know pre shoots and stuff like that we will be but yeah you shoot (laughs) you you shoot for a single day Uh but the thing is you might spend uh you know five days editing Mm-hmm. So it takes a week of your time. So, you know, when you charge, you know, $3,000 or something like that, it's you're, you're charging for your time. Mm-hmm. But the dirty little secret is that, yeah, I am a photographer. I do a lot of portraits. Um, I, I've done event photography. I've done it all. I haven't posted a lot of it because I give some people exclusivity to their photos, actually. But I will start posting mm-hmm. because... My wife is going to kill me if I don't start posting my work. Yes. <laughs> so, because he's uh, good. Matter of fact, I have a uh, a shoot that I the embargo is lifted on the thirtieth that I'm going to post 
Um, Matter of fact, if you have been shot by Michael Copeland, I would love it. Post your picture so we can repost it on yeah. our Instagrams because they're awesome. Closing up, you know, I feel like y'all know a lot about us. Y'all have got in the beginning. Y'all have got us in the middle when we're getting serious. Y'all got us to where we're going now when we're going to say I do on 411. So what can they expect for the rest of this podcast? Because we're still going. We are going to uh, transition into talking about not just us, but, you know, specific topics. Um, we're going to focus a lot on relationships. We'll talk about a myriad of different things, um, but we can get into more specific things. We can talk about current events. Um, if my wife is down to do that, um, we can talk. Don't I you feel, love how he already calls me his wife? Yeah. You know, like I said, you got to dress for the job you want. <laughs> you got to dress for the job you want, not the one you got. So um, if my wife is down to do that, I would mm-hmm. like to transition to talking into current events. We plan on bringing in uh, other married couples. So if you are all people, we're going to be doing people, married, yeah. single, in a relationship. We're going to do a lot of interviews people, and a lot of guest hosts, people, guest stars. People in these streets. Yeah. So that we can just, you know, get everyone because it's not about us. We're not experts. We're not even there yet. <laughs> yeah. We're not. We're, we're technically not married yet. Yeah. But it's but. just the fact that like, you know, I want this to we want this to mm-hmm. be an open space where we just kick it. Yeah, mm-hmm. we kick it. We're going to we're going to we but I truly believe that there's a lot of people they can get a lot of value out of what we talk about and what we have to say. You can find me oh. on Instagram at Brandy like peony as well as on TikTok. Yeah, if you want to find her, uh, you go on TikTok and message her 50 50 chance. You're going to get a message back in like <laughs> two seconds. <laughs> also, <laughs> I have my own YouTube channel. Oh, he does. Yes. You um, plug yourself. You I'm forgot gonna about plug, your I'm, I'm going to plug yeah. myself. Uh-huh. This is a really long outro, but we're going to keep it going. Um, <laughs> you can find me on YouTube at Tech Tips and Tacos, where we will be uh, cooking up some tech. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally, he's going to fry his Apple products. What? <laughs> Who's going to fry my Apple products? You said you were cooking up some tech. Them shits is expensive. I'm not frying nothing. Uh, I w- I will have a lot of content coming wait, out in the near future. I can't wait to see what your face looked like. Hell no, frying a MacBook shit. Oh my gosh! Anyway, guys, we love that you listen. <laughs> Where are we at with this outro? I don't know. Come here. You can find me at Mike. Oh, look, this works really well. Yeah, you can find me at Mike Copeland for real on Instagram. Mike Copeland, the number four. Um, we're going to end it there. We appreciate you guys tuning in. We appreciate you guys listening. Uh, we appreciate all the love, all the support. All the love, all support. Thank you, everyone, that's been sharing our stuff. We yes. really appreciate that a we lot. We really appreciate that. When I get the notifications, I smile. Every single time. Yes. So thank you very much, guys. Mm-hmm. And we are out of here. Mike Copeland, the it, number four real. You know you like that shit. Anyway. I'm just jealous because I can't do it. Brittany Miller, for real. Yeah, it works. No, it doesn't. Because yeah, my look, voice get doesn't voice get deep. low. I, you know I can't get my voice. Look, y'all, this is as low as I can get my voice. Ready? Ready? Go ahead. Hello. <laughs>
<laughs> My name is Brina Miller, and you are listening to why the four one one on the Copeland. Why are you? Ha- why do you have your voice like? Why you have your mouth like that? That's how I have to do. <laughs> you, <get laughs> you got like a, you got like an accent. Do I do? You do have an accent. <laughs> you do have an accent. <laughs> what what accent do I have? <laughs> you sound like a like, girl off The Incredibles. I feel like a sultan. What's like up? something off of like a Disney, like something like I don't know. <laughs> How are we gonna outro this podcast? This is gonna be really hard to edit. I just want to point that out. You are making this really hard to edit. I can't just bloopers, cut you out. bloopers. 